This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Monday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Biofuel groups have scored a win in the courts. As AgriPulse's Ben Nully tells us, they think a Tenth Circuit court decision striking three small refinery exemptions could have far-reaching effects. Late Friday, the court ruled the Environmental Protection Agency cannot extend exemptions to any small refineries whose earlier temporary waivers had lapsed. Renewable Fuels Association President and CEO Jeff Cooper says the ruling makes dozens of other exemptions now vulnerable to challenge. EPA's own data shows that there's no more than seven small refineries that could have possibly had a continuous extension of their exemptions. And we know that EPA in the last few years has granted as many as 35 exemptions in 2017. They granted 31 for the 2018 compliance year. So that's a lot more than than just the seven. Uh, and, And again, the seven is a maximum number of refineries that have continuously extended their exemptions. Growth Energy's legal counsel, Joe Kakish, agrees with Cooper. The case was brought to the 10th Circuit, and the decision only impacts in the immediate term refineries that are located in, within the 10th Circuit, and more specifically the three refineries that were the subject of the petition for review. In order for there to be formal application, you can call it, to other refineries in the United States, EPA would need to take a further step, or there would need to be a decision within the D.C. Circuit that as a matter of law, this interpretation governs all refineries. Refinery interests argue the ruling seems inconsistent with previous legislative history on the subject. Quote, it is at odds with the clear language that small refineries may at any time apply for SREs. The Fueling American Jobs Coalition, a coalition of union workers, gas station owners, small retailers, and independent American oil refineries said in a statement, quote, the court failed to address much of the definitional and statutory argument made in the briefs and at oral arguments by the Justice Department, end quote. Read more of this story at agripulse.com. I'm Ben Nully. By the way, EPA currently has 21 pending SRE petitions for the 2019 compliance year. The House and Senate are both back in town this week. However, the big farm policy news of the week is expected to take place Wednesday at the White House when President Donald Trump will sign the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement. More on the week to come in our Washington Week Ahead on agripulse.com. But speaking of trade agreements, Kansas Senator Jerry Moran says enforcement of recently reached deals will be key for American agriculture. Speaking on this week's open mic, he says producers need to see some benefits. The farmers that I talked to when I was at American Farm Bureau's convention, their question was, well, the markets went down after they signed the agreement, what's going on here? So we're still looking for the good news. I think that the issue for particularly China, but all the, every trade agreement, is, is it going to be enforced? And who's going to hold our trading partners' feet to the fire to hold them accountable? And that's where the administration and Congress can play an active role. Outside of talk of ag purchases and other economic boosts, Morant says the deals are needed to stop an exodus in rural America. With commodity prices where they are, we begin to lose the chance to get sons and daughters back to a farm. Long-term consequences, because once we lose those kids to urban or suburban America, where there's a 401k or a health care plan, when things get better, are we going to be able to get our kids back? And that remains to be seen. It will be a challenge. While we're waiting for better times in agriculture, the grocery store is closing. Uh, There's just less Main Street activity. 
He says trade mitigation payments are probably not sustainable in the long term and says that's not how farmers want to make their money. To hear more from Moran, including his thoughts on the upcoming Kansas Senate race, check out this week's open mic on agripulse.com. The Trump administration can enforce its public charge rule after a 5-4 Supreme Court decision. The rule had been under a court stay as it was appealed, but Monday's action by the high court overturned that enforcement delay. The rule impacts immigrants who rely on public assistance, such as USDA's nutrition programs. Supporters say it's a good use of taxpayer funds, but opponents say the rule is too restrictive and would penalize immigrants in need of help. The decision puts the rule in force while the appeals process unfolds. Illinois is covered by a separate injunction. Today's Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.